Good morning. Good morning. Breakfast today is sponsored loving memory of Amnon Mazig. Alava Shalom Lilui Nishmat. Amnon Ben Luiza Vishalom. Alava Shalom. Sponsored by his brother Yossi Mazig. Ruach Hashem Tenichenu Began Eden. Breakfast is also sponsored by Gabriel Amos in honor of Haron Shochet. Thanking him for all the work that he does as well as making sure everything runs smoothly. Nobody has any idea uh, the miracles that, uh, that Haron pulls off in this building all the time. The Pasuk says, Lo tignovu, do not steal. Velo tikahashu, and do not deny or swear, do not uh, uh, deny or when someone uh, issues a charge or a claim against you. Velo tishakiru ishpamito, and you shall not lie one person to their friend. Then the Pasuk, the next Pasuk continues. And you should not swear in my name falsely. And you will profane the name of God. I am your God. Now, Kiddushim has the most eclectic group of mitzvot banded together. Things that you'd never think to put side by side. As an example, we discussed that you start in the beginning uh, honoring parents, and then, uh, you know, Shabbat, and then not worshiping idols. And then uh, bringing a korban shelamim, making sure that you don't eat it out- outside of its uh, time, or you don't have the wrong intentions, pigulu, lo you know. And then there's the halachot of leket, shikha, pe'ah, mixed together with the halachot of lashon hara, the halachot of lo tahson boshon bedishor. It's like a litany of unrelated bits, one next to the other. Except, Rashi says for these two, for these two pesukim, Rashi says, and I'm going to quote you what Rashi says, and it's, very powerful. Lo tignovu, don't steal. Lo tikahashu, do not deny. Lo tishakaru, and do not. So lo tikahashu, do not deny. And lo tishakaru, do not lie. Lo don't swear my name falsely. my name. Listen to Rashi. Im ganafta, if you stole, so In the end, someone's going to call you out. What are you going to do? You're going to deny it. Sofcha, after you've denied it, what's going to happen? The guy's going to drag you to court. Bedin's going to say, swear to us. Sofcha, the kachesh, you're going to deny. If you deny it, sofcha, the shaker. Then to support your story, you need to tell lies. After you've lied, sofcha, the shaker, you'll swear falsely. Don't swear in my name falsely. Because that's ultimately a chilul Hashem, the way you're referencing my name. Rabotai, Rabotai, what Rashi is expressing here in the negative is something that we find in many places. But I want to give you uh, another example of exactly the same concept. The Pasuk in Nitzavim talks about what will happen when the Jewish people go to the land of Israel. And God forbid they are influenced badly by the people that might be there to worship Abu Dazara. Vatiru et shikutsehem, and you will see their abominations. Ve'ed gilulehem, and their detestable idols. Gilul or galal also means uh, fecal matter, you know, someone's human wastes. So it's, you're going to see their disgusting things. It's wood, va'even and stone, kesef silver, v'zahav and gold, asher imahem. The Mifarshim say on this. Uh, uh, continuation that in the beginning when you look at it what are you going to see? You'll see 
shikutzehem. It's disgusting what they're doing. Then you see gilulehem. You know, it's uh, like human waste. Then already, after you got used to it, it becomes etz. It's, you know, it's not, a, it's not a good thing, but it's not, it's not terrible, Rabbi. Come on, it's not, not so bad. And then from wood, it goes, even stone. Okay, it's not, it's, you know, it's, it's more long-lasting than wood. From stone, it goes, kesef, from kesef, zahav. All of a sudden, this thing, which was a piece of garbage in your eyes, is now gone through all these evolutions and revolutions to the point where now it's gold. Such is the nature, Rabotai, of the human psyche. We get used to anything. We accept anything. Bombard me with a message long enough, but you're going to see the abominable things that happen around a person in society, in the way society reacts, and eventually you start to listen to the rhetoric. I think more than any other day, it's relevant to us today, on Yom HaZikaron, we have a nation in Eretz Israel that is defending the innocent civilians in its borders. But they're being vilified, not just in the press, not just on Al Jazeera, but the Western left has taken up the cry and started to believe the narrative that's coming out of Gaza, of what they call Pallywood, where again and again they're presenting it as if that, you know, that there's some sort of equivalence morally between a country defending its citizens and trying as best it can to only, to only take out the people that are responsible and a people who are sending bombs willy-nilly, a people who will have someone sneak into a house in the middle of the night and slaughter children with knives in their beds. There is no and there never will be any moral equivalence between those two things. But you know what? The thing which is the most abominable, the most despicable, you hear about it enough and eventually you become immune. You see another article on social media, you scroll past. Because what was once disgusting becomes etz. What becomes etz becomes even. What becomes even becomes silver. And what becomes silver becomes gold. Says the Torah, I want you to understand yourself as a human being. Recognize that if you think that that's how human beings act, human beings become evil overnight, that's not how it works. The Pasuk in Yeshaya says, Kitzav Latzav. Tzav Latzav. Kav Lakav, Kav Lakav. Zeir Sham, Zeir Sham. What does that mean? When a person tries uh, to recognize how they got to a certain place, they should understand that it doesn't work in one second. It starts, tzav la tzav. One commandment leads to another commandment. Kav la kav. One line leads to another line. This is how we are, Rabotai. If we do not place our red lines in the sand, if we don't say to ourselves, what is impossible to transgress, then you know what happens. Today it's this, and tomorrow it's that. And the next day, it's the next thing. And you have a guy who started off, Lotegnovu, he couldn't help himself. He wasn't so honest in business. What did he do? All he did was he, he stole three, you know, 2% on the business. But then, now he's called out on it. That one act leads him, Lotekahashu, now he denies it. 
The guy says, you're going to deny? I tell you, I got the evidence. Evidence, there's no evidence. It never happened. Loti shakiru. Oh, you, really? You're standing by your story? Come to Bedin. Swear to me on God's name. And what started off as a little sin that was a Geneva. Uh, that you know what? With Geneva, the Pasuk says, You will return the, the thing that you stole. You can easily rectify it. We got to a place where the guy is swearing on God's name. It's Chilul Hashem. How does a person fix Chilul Hashem? We describe even Teshuvah, even Yom Kippur doesn't fix it. The only thing which brings Kapara for Chilul Hashem says Harambam is a person's death. Barmenan. Or as we explained in another place, doing a tremendous act of Kiddush Hashem to counteract, to counterbalance the result. But you see, that's how it works. Line by line. Misvah by misvah. But if that's the way Yeshaya says... If that's the way that it works, in the negative, you can be sure. The Navi carries on and says, I want you to be better. A little bit here, a little bit there. And that's what will happen. A person, if they're trying to do it in a positive way, it also plays out in the same, in the same direction. You have a guy, he goes to the class. At the class, the rabbi spoke about some poor person that they just met, and that poor person can't put food on the table. The guy comes forward, he says, Rabbi, you know, I actually have some ma'asir money on the side. I didn't know what to use it for. Now I hear about this guy, I'm going to go give him the money. The guy goes to the house to drop off the money. What does he see? In the house, he sees there's a little kid. The little kid is struggling to read, and the guy says, you know what, I've helped him with the money, but I could also do, maybe give the kid a half hour of my time, do a little bit of tutoring. I once learned how to read Hebrew from a master like Azur. Now I can go and pass it along, and the kid sits down, he learns it for 20 minutes. He, at the time, he meets somebody in the family, a young girl, 17, 18 years old. She walks into the kitchen, she's very nice, she's very sweet. The guy thinks, Uli, I have a great shiduch for her. He went to a class, next thing you know he's a shakhan, he's a milamed, he's teaching Torah. You know, it's unbelievable. That's how it works. When a person puts themselves in a positive ruach, in a positive place, in the way that a person wants to go, from shamayim, they take him on that route. Barmenan, the other way, is exactly the same. We have to be aware, Rabotai, not just of the averot, the sins themselves, but of the lines that we put and the Chachamim put in order to protect us from those mistakes. The same way you have Ilchot Yichud, which means don't put yourself alone in a room with a woman that you're not allowed to be with who's not your wife, because if there's nobody there and no one's coming home and no one's going to know and there's no CCTV, you're not having ring cameras on you the whole time, who knows what will happen? You might make a mistake that you later regret. That same law of Yichud applies to any mitzvah, really. What happens if a person knows that there's someone who, when given the chance, will swipe something? So don't find yourself, don't let yourself be alone in a place without a security system with the, over the money. Because you know what your tendencies are. The same concept of Yehud, to distance yourself, like the, like the Mishnah and Avod says, Asu sayagla Torah. Make for yourself a fence around the Torah. Because without the fence, you know what will happen? The Torah that you thought that you'd never transgress, the things that you thought that you'd never do, 
There's nothing sadder than sitting with a middle-aged man, a father, or even a grandfather, comes to me and says, Rabbi, I don't know how I got here. I used to be so good. I never missed uh, tefillah. I never missed a day with tefillin. Rabbi, you know when the last time I put my tefillin on? Last time I put my tefillin on was my father's yard site. The guy starts crying. He says, I spent so much time learning, so much time development. How did I get here? You know what I said to him? Tzav la tzav, kav la kav. One day you missed. One day. But instead of feeling bad and coming to the shul in the middle of the day to get your tefillin, to go put it on, what did you do? He said, ah, it's one day. Whatever, I'll do it tomorrow. And then tomorrow, you know, you did the tefillin, so you said to yourself, oh, you know what, hassle, go to shul. But then you stop praying. Then you stop because you weren't in shul. You didn't come to the breakfast class. So there's no Torah. Now there's no Torah. You didn't make berachot out loud. You didn't start your day with Amen, thanking HaKadosh Baruch Hu. You're forgetting God. The first thing is, Lord Tignu, the last thing is, you forget the name of Hashem completely. May God bless us always to be aware of ourselves, of our weaknesses. May God bless us to, innate, to enable ourselves to put fences around the Averot, but also to put fences around our misvot. To make sure that there's a there's something there's a failsafe on the mitzvot that are so important to us. May Hashem bless us, Bezat Hashem, to live lives that we, that he, that our parents, our grandparents, our avot can be proud of. Yisrael, Hashem et Baruch Amen, Amen.